0: Somebody lift your voice and magnify the Lord in this sanctuary. Come on, let's lift our voice and love him together. Oh, come on, let's really give God some praise for what he's doing in this house right now. Hallelujah. 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 Woo. My God. Anybody? Somebody said, you've, you make it seem like in just one church service, everything could go away. One writer said, he, turn, he turned my morning. You want to know what the answer is? When you're feeling heavy in your spirit, the scripture says to put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Ah, something happens when you start giving God the praise. Something happens when you start taking all of the attention off of
1: yourself and your life and you start magnifying the garment of praise. I've
0: got somebody ought to take a moment right here uh, and just go ahead and put on the garment. I've got to change my clothes this morning. I've got to change my garments this morning. uh, I've got to lift my voice uh, and give him a praise. uh. Come on, one more time, lift your voice uh, and magnify the Lord with me this morning. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Hallelujah. My God, what a privilege to be in the house of the Lord this morning and feel what we're feeling in this house. Amen. You can be seated for just a few moments. I want to take a brief moment to say how absolutely privileged and honored we are today to have all of our guests and our visitors that are in the house of the Lord with me. Rock Church, would you help me one more time? Put your hands together and make a great big noise. Come on, we can do better than that. Help me welcome all of our guests and our visitors that are here in the house of the Lord this morning. We are so honored to have you here today. If you are a first-time guest here at the Rock Church of Fort Myers, you should have received an invitation card when you walked in. A VIP invitation card looks just like that on the screen. That card is an invitation for you to join us immediately after the service in our VIP room. We have a room prepared with some refreshments and a small gift that we'd like to give you as a token of our appreciation for being with us in the house of the Lord today. So immediately when the service is dismissed, If you go out in the lobby, you're going to find a red carpet. And if you go to that red carpet, somebody will be there to escort you in. We'd love a chance to just tell you how much we appreciate you uh, being with us in the house of the Lord. Amen. One more time, would you put your hands together for all of our first-time guests that are here today? Amen. Amen. So good to see brother and sister Pope back in the house of the Lord with us. Of course, they're not guests. They're just home folks but we always enjoy when they're in town we love and appreciate them so good to see brother Whitmire in the house of the Lord this morning amen we love him and this amazing family and it's good to see brother Jones father in the house of the Lord with us today so grateful he's here in the house of the Lord and it's good to have brother Alex with us this morning all the way from Burlington north carolina would you give him a great big hand clap of welcome amen bishop kenny goddare uh, who is a very dear friend of mine love him and we're glad to have Brother alex with us and uh, anybody else whose name i don't have or did not get please charge that to my head and not my heart we are just honored that you're here in the house of the lord with us amen isn't god doing some great things around here Amen. It is absolutely incredible. This week we baptized Cynthia in Jesus' name this past week for the remission of her sins. She came out of the water speaking in tongues as God filled her with the Holy Ghost. And then on Friday uh, during street ministry, uh, they ran into somebody who was hungry for truth. And uh, Friday night they baptized Amber in Jesus' name for the remission of her sins. And she came out of the water speaking in tongues as God filled her with the Holy Ghost. Amen. And then uh, God has been doing some incredible things this past week at our campus in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. If you are not aware, about five years ago, we started a church uh, from nothing in the city of Port-au-Prince, a great, great young man connected to this church the David Senate, who is now pastor David Senate, this is Sister Rebecca Senate's brother, Amen. And um, by the providence and the hand of God, five years ago we started a church there in Port-au-Prince, and God has abundantly blessed the work in Port-au-Prince. We now have several churches in the country of Haiti, and our Our main campus that we started five years ago has been busting at the seams overflowing into the streets and they are turning the country upside down. Reached out to ministers from all over uh, Port-au-Prince and other parts of the country and they held a, a symposium of sorts where they taught and preached truth and while they were doing that there was a pastor there uh, by the name of uh, Brother uh, Michel, Pastor Michel from Jeremy, Haiti. And when he heard the truth, God got a hold of his heart. He had drove 10 hours to be there for that meeting. They baptized him in Jesus' name this week. He was filled with the Holy Ghost. I think we ought to give God praise for that this morning. Hallelujah. There are already plans in place here in the next week, I believe. They are going to be taking a team and traveling 10 hours to Jeremy Haiti. They are going to be baptizing the entire congregation in Jesus' name for the remission of the. I think that's worthy of giving God some great praise in this house. God's not just giving us a harvest one by one, but God is is taking entire churches, entire congregations. Amen. And so uh, also there was a minister from the area that attended, uh, a man by the name of Dino, who was baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost this week. Then another young man by the name of Evans, was baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. Another young man by the name of Renee uh, was baptized in Jesus' name, filled with the Holy Ghost. I thank God for what he's doing. Woo! You are glad to be a part of a revival church this morning. Amen. Amen. And God has been doing just amazing things. We're so grateful for what the Lord is doing. This week I I found out, actually I was privy to it, um, that there was somebody who was going to ask a really important question this week. And uh, Brother Eric, would you come here for a moment? I love this young man. Uh, For those of you who don't know his story, you're looking at a miracle. I said, you're looking at a miracle. And this week, he asked. Would you give him a great big hand? I want to publicly congratulate this awesome young couple, and I want to say thank you for for obeying God, obeying the Holy Ghost, and for doing things with integrity, with character, and being such a great example to other young people of what God will do and how God will honor young people like this. Amen. We love you, and the best is yet to come. Amen. Give them another great big hand clap of congratulations. Amen. And uh, if you want to stand all across this house as we prepare for the entrance of the Word of the Lord into this place, uh, God has been doing amazing things as we have already rehearsed. And uh, I am grateful for the fivefold ministry. I'm thankful that God has given us evangelists that God gives a word in due season and allows them to come into a church and operate uh, in a very unique way and minister to the body. And uh, I'm thankful we have one of those evangelists and his family with us this morning. It is so wonderful to have evangelist and Sister Hopkins in the house of the Lord with us today. And their beautiful daughter, sister Aria. Amen. And uh, Brother Hopkins, we appreciate you following after the Holy Ghost. And uh, I was not here Tuesday and was traveling, uh, but I did go back. And I wanted to be a partaker of what God did in this house. And I appreciate the way this man has followed the Holy Ghost. And we're excited he's here this morning. How many of you came with anticipation in your spirit for the word of the Lord and what God wants to do in this place? One more time, would you lift your hands all across the sanctuary and give God some great praise. Come on, let's lift our voices with our hands and thank God for what he's about to do as Brother Hopkins comes to deliver the word of the Lord to us this morning. God bless you in Jesus' name.
1: Well, hallelujah. Can we lift our voice, our hearts, and our hands to the Lord? We thank you so much, God, for what you've done, what you are going to do in this house today. I honor you today, Jesus. I bless you today, God. You're great, dear Jesus. You're great, dear Jesus. You're great. Without a doubt. We have been made to sit together in heavenly places here in the house this morning. I'm telling you, there have been so many God moments that have already happened in this house. And if we were to dismiss service right now, I know there are many that can say, I am leaving different than the way I came. Don't ever underestimate the power of my God to save. My God, give honor to Pastor and Sister Williams this morning. Love them deeply, deeply. And we have not only gained a brother, we have gained a friend, and Pastor and Sister Williams. How many are happy to be in the house of the Lord this morning? Wow. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Now, I just feel like we'll be and I feel like musicians can about the valley. In my title this morning, musicians can come back. I'm not going to be long. I'm going to preach for just a few moments. Victory in the valley. <laughs> well, hallelujah. I, I feel like going back to that vein that we were just in. I've been feeling after it, but I, I feel a shift about to happen in this house. I feel a death about to come to your life, and you ain't going to be the same. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Isaiah, the 54th chapter. Lord willing, we'll come back tonight and preach when I felt the Lord laid on my heart. That burden hasn't departed from me, but I feel a responsibility to follow what God is doing in this house. He's in charge around here. We're just his servants. Isaiah, the 54th chapter and the 16th verse. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals in the fire and bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy, but no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Any servants in the house. No weapon. And this is the rare righteousness of me, saith the Lord. I'll read in your hearing, and you don't need to turn there, but 1 Samuel, the 17th chapter in the third verse. And the Philistines stood on one mountain on one side, and Israel stood on a mountain on the other side, and there was a valley between them. If this morning you feel like you're in between a rock and a hard place, I'm here to tell you, you're in the right place today. Because God is gonna bring you a victory that you cannot even comprehend. You've come to the right place at the right time, and we serve a powerful God, and you're in his right hand, and he's going to bring deliverance to you today. If you believe it, oh, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. God, i that you would help me today. Hallelujah. Lord bless you, you can be seated this morning in the presence of the Lord. The Valley is a unique land form that is, that is created when there is a, a perhaps a rock or a, or a ice field, a nice sculpture, I want to keep saying in my mind. But this forces of gravity that conspire against a landform, and while they move through this landform, there's a word, it's a geological word known as depression that sets in. And this depression pulls pushes the land down low in between these mountains. A valley always has a shape of a V or a U. It doesn't matter where you are. You can always recognize that you are in or around or by a valley because there is depression, number one, and there is pressure, number two, and there is a low feeling in a valley. My wife is from the San Joaquin Valley, a place that is the greatest producer, at least of 13% of all of the nation's agriculture, of the fruits and the nuts there in the San Joaquin Valley. One of the things that is interesting is that the farmers, as they work, their tractor tires will stir up. Dust, and in that dust, there are spores that can enter into your lung, and you can become susceptible to what is known as valley fever. The symptoms include disorientation, anger, irritability, isolation, self pity, hopelessness, and depression. (laughs) Valley fever. This morning, I've come to preach against the valley fever. I've come to tell the spirit of depression, get out of here. Get out of my life. You don't belong here, and I am going to be victorious. Valley fever. I read in Ezekiel the 37th chapter about an army that succumbed to valley fever. The Lord took the prophet and he lifted him up in the above this valley. And the old prophet saw a valley full of dry bones. And the Lord asked the prophet a question. Brother Ezekiel, I want to know, can these bones live? And the prophet said, Lord, it looks hopeless to me, but I'm looking through the eyes of faith and I want to, and he said, Brother prophet, I want you to do two things number one prophesy to the bones it may look like it's hopeless but start speaking to the bones bones you're gonna live bones is gonna come life to you bones you're gonna be the army that God intended you to be Said the second thing I want you to do is I want you to prophesy to the wind. I want you to start commanding the creative force that was there in Genesis 1 to begin to blow across these bones. And so the prophet began to prophesy and said, Oh, wind, would you stir in the north? And oh, wind, would you stir in the south? And wind, would you stir in the east? And wind, would you blow across from the west? And it wasn't very long that these men that succumbed to the burden of depression and valley fever, there was a connection in the spirit that began to happen. And just like I'm preaching here this morning, just like Ezekiel was preaching back then, in the spirit, Pastor Williams, I see something mighty happening. I see a bone from over there connecting to a bone over here. I see a bone and a skull picking up from over there, I see situation that was hopeless, that was destitute, and that was broken coming together. That's the power of the Spirit. That's the power of the preached Word of God. You may be feeling hopeless and depressed this morning, but I feel a shift. I feel things coming together. Uh, And so, my question this morning is in your situation, in your situation, in your broken family, in your heartache, in your depression, and in your low estate, can these bones live? I wish somebody would respond as if you were talking to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Can these bones live? You may be broken financially, but the question is, can you speak to your finances and say you're going to live? You may be in a place where your sons and your daughters are far from you and your family is broken, but I'm here to tell you there's a power in this house, and there is a wind that is in this house, and somebody's about to have a God moment. The bones are gonna start coming together, and flesh and sinew is gonna come to them, and they're gonna rise up and become a mighty army. Of Clap your head in the valley. It is Satan's desire. He said, I want to be lifted up above. And he he thought he could get around and above God. But I'm here to tell you, Satan, you ain't getting above my God. My God is the preeminent source. And if he says it, it's done. When he says the word, it's done. When he says I'm going to set free, I'm set free. If he said I'm delivered, I'm delivered. You ain't getting around me, Satan. Till that day comes, we're going to have to contend with this valley fever. But I know exactly where to go when you're feeling depressed. I know the place where the wind blows. And it's right where you are in your valley. Amen. It was in a valley of decision where the old prophet Elijah stood before the prophets of Baal. And I feel like that's where I am this morning. choose you this day whom you're gonna serve. You're looking to the right, wondering about this old lifestyle. And you're looking to the left, wondering if you're gonna be able to make it. I'm here to tell you, make the right choice. Make the right choice choose you this day whom you're going to serve. I'm not here to preach a message of, of false hope, but I'm here to tell you that the Lord is your shepherd. And he's going to be your shepherd in the valley. I'm here to tell you that those who pass through the valley make it full of ditches. That's where your victory is going to come. There was an army that was facing insurmountable odds. They didn't know what they were going to do. And the prophet showed up and said, put your your swords and your spears down. This is how we're going to win the war. I want you to make this valley full of ditches. The unique thing about that is this. The size of the ditch that I dig with my praise is the size of the miracle that I'm going to contain. So don't stop me when I lift my hands and say, thank you, Jesus, even when I don't see the answer yet. Because while I'm down here in the valley, digging and contending with dust and valley fever, there's rain in the mountains. And that rain is going to flow down right to this ditch that i dug. And I'm going to have victory in my valley. You know, what's a crazy thing is we stand together, and I'm going to end with this. David did not only face Goliath, but he faced many other giants. the Bible tells us that in the valley of salt, David, David faced another giant. And it was a hopeless situation. But the Bible says when David got victory over that giant, that's when he got himself a name. That's when he got himself a name. I'm here to tell somebody in the house this morning as the music plays, you're so close to a name, a name that's above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You may be in a valley today. Victory is going to come where you are these bones these bones these bones are gonna live and declare glory to the name of God. no weapon that's formed against you this morning is gonna prosper I feel like somebody ought to stand right where you are and start digging out a ditch. Start making room for your victory. Start making room because I hear the sound of an abundance of rain. And this valley's going to be filled with water. You pray one more prayer. Shed one more tear. You give God one more praise because your victory is right there where you are.